Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Hello, it's Tuesday, June 26, 2018. Devin Peacock, Taz, and Jim Kelly, all with you. One of the stories that's uh, out there today, you got this Red Hen restaurant down in the United States that kicked out Sarah Huckabee Sanders because she's Donald Trump's mouthpiece the other night. Wouldn't serve her dinner. Uh, everyone uh, in, in the Trump camp is just blown away by this and super offended. Super, super offended. So much so, they can't control their rage that when they search on Facebook for Red Hen, they come up with Old Red Hen in Collingwood and have been inundating their Facebook page with negative reviews and comments about how they are liberal trash <laughs> for uh, kicking out Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I get that it's kind of like a retaliation to the, if you're gay, we don't have to bake you a cake thing, but I think both are wrong. Like, you know, I mean, I get, I, I know it's 100%. a rebuttal, but I think, I think it's a bad sign that it's very divisive. I don't agree with denying the, the, the people who wanted the cake in the, from the Colorado baker business. I don't agree with denying Sarah Huckabee Sanders business just because she walks in and she wants dinner just because of where she works. Can you, can we all agree though, that if you're going to go online and spew hatred and venom, that you should at least make sure you have the right restaurant before you do it. <laughs> yeah. like Collingwood, yeah. Ontario. I'm sure it says on the Facebook page, the location of this restaurant. Well, Either you're lazy or you're stupid if you can't figure it out. What Colorado, <laughs> Collingwood, Taz. It always happens on Twitter too, where someone has the same name as someone famous and they do something, they just get their, their mentions are just like dead for a week or so. Yeah, I'm not that Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, go local. The Blackfriars Bridge is having some work done, Devin. Yeah, so the Blackfriars Bridge was taken down last fall. They are completely rehabilitating it, and today it has started to go back in. They're slowly building it piece by piece. It started at 10.30 this morning. It's going to be going on for a little while, but they're putting in two huge steel uh, beams to rebuild the bridge. So you can go watch it as it happens if you want. Or maybe set up a camera and do one of those... Uh time-lapse things. Or you could just watch the video on 980cfpl.ca because we'll have someone there watching it all. Yeah. I just like to play SimCity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it'll look like in fast motion. I love the Blackfriars Bridge. I used to live in that neighborhood. I'd walk uh, across it all the time to get down into Harris Park and, uh, and to go downtown. It's a great bridge. It's not going to be fully open to motor vehicles, correct? No, it's going to be, uh, once it's done in the fall, it'll be open uh, just one way, but it's going to be more for people who want to cycle and people who want to walk. Speaking of London landmarks that need some rehabilitation, call the office is in trouble. We got to the bottom of that story on the show this morning, and you'll hear from the owner coming up. But first... The Tash Show Podcast. And uh, one of the dilemmas you're going to be facing this weekend, if you're out in the hot sun, is how do you keep your drinks cold, Jim? It was so easy in the winter. You just toss them out the back door and... Put them in a snowbank. Put bank. them in a snowbank. Actually, I was at a camping store the other day, because I'm in the market for like a good cooler. I always lose them. And uh, I, I have you ever heard of these Yeti coolers before? Yes. I couldn't believe how expensive... 
this year, it was like eight hundred dollars at the. I'm like, how what? good could it possibly be? What size is the cooler? Is I'd it, say it's maybe it's a big size, like a cooler. full size. You can fit a couple cases of beer in it. I would say it was probably three feet wide by whatever standard depth. They're usually like a Coleman cooler would be maybe a little bit bigger, and they have like eight hundred bucks. They have like those rubber like T bar tie downs like you would have on a. I don't know, like a dump truck or uh, like a dump truck hood or something on the side of it. It's like hardcore fasteners. Well, we have Yeti Cups. We played in a golf tournament, the Navigator Financial Golf Tournament last year. Yeah. And the gift that everyone got when they, they signed up was a Yeti insulated cup. And my wife uses it all the time. She stole it from me. Yeah. And she uh, she puts ice in there and her drink is full of ice all day. It does work. It worked on the golf course that day, for sure. And yeah. I think you can put hot drinks in it, too, and it keeps them warm forever, too. But, I mean, is it 800 worth bucks? What, what's a regular Coleman cooler going for? Under 100, isn't it? I think like I think if you're going to... I bet, I bet it'd be 150 bucks for like a, the, the big Coleman ones. But I'm just not in a place in my life where I can spend $800 on a cooler because <laughs> I lose one every summer. Well, you don't want to lose it, ain't it? It's like sunglasses, Jim. You probably, at this stage in in your life, you should not be buying $1,000 pair of sunglasses. Yeah. No, no Because you're going to sit on them or you're going to lose them. If you buy a $20 pair, it's Murphy's Law. You buy a $20 pair of sunglasses, they're going to last you a decade. <laughs> you buy an expensive pair of sunglasses, within the first two weeks, you've lost them or you sat on them. You're, you're right. I only wear free ball caps. I don't buy watches. I can't. I, I don't trust myself with expensive sunglasses. But you would like that. The, the cooler to justify eight hundred bucks, it would have to keep it ice in there all weekend. If I want to, I want a camping trip. The yeah, ice does not melt. I want to dump some ice in Friday and have to shovel it out on Sunday. We have a call here. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, you guys are still talking about the Yeti coolers, right? Yeah. Okay, so I don't have one of the coolers, but I've got one of their, um, like, their mugs. Yep, we, we have one, too, the mug, and it works great. Best thing ever. I mean, you can keep a beer cold for, like, six hours in it. Um, I haven't found a use for coffees yet because, I mean, you go and take a sip at, like, eight hours later, and it still burns you, so. Yeah, that's true. I never use it for coffee, but, yeah, no, it works great for a beer. I'll probably pick up one of those coolers. I don't know, for 800 bucks, so maybe I'll get a smaller one, but. Wait till the end of the season. Maybe you can get a sale. There you go. Here's a suggestion over text message, Jim. Mm-hmm. Someone says, Jim Kelly should launch a GoFundMe <laughs> to get himself a Yeti cooler. <laughs> <sighs> Desperate man's beers are very warm. The Tash Show Podcast. I don't belong Radiohead. Remember uh, when they played at Call the Office? You were there, weren't you, Jim? Oh, I was there. Yeah, Dev, you were at, you were at that show. 100% I was there. Yeah, everyone was there. Uh, Tony from Call the Office is in studio with us. He came down. How are you, Tony? I'm pretty good. You? Yeah, not bad. It's early. Yeah, you say you say it's not often you wake up uh, to your friends calling saying uh, someone's talking about you on the radio. Well, it's yeah, rarely does my <laughs> alarm go off and they and my name is is being mentioned on the, on the air. It's a little surreal. We're glad you're here because we, as I was saying about a, a half an hour, an hour ago, 
we want to support um, Call the Office. It is one of the few live music venues, historic live music venues, still standing, literally still standing yes. here in the city of London. But we were just a little confused about what the situation is because there's a listing on Realtor.ca saying that the business is for sale or for lease. And then there's this GoFundMe that you've set up looking for $15,000 to do repairs on the building. A lot of the comments on the GoFundMe, I'm sure you've seen, people are like, well, why would I give you money if you're just going to go and sell the business? Yeah, well... You know, uh, the share, the other shareholders in the bar, and, you know, they've been at it for, you know, 25 plus years at this point, wanted to explore some options and see if there was uh, somebody out there who was interested in, you know, maybe leasing the place. I mean, we put the GoFundMe up uh, at the urging of, you know, a lot of people who I'd spoken to over the weekend just to sort of, um, whatever happens with Call the Office, we're there. Right now, we're open, we're doing things, we're booked into the fall. Do you own that building? Are you a part owner of that building? Yeah. So you are part owner of that building. So if you were going to lease it, you would lease the business to someone else and you would be one of the landlords. Yeah. Landlord. And that doesn't sound as much fun to you as continuing to book great shows. No. And I, you know... We've we've got shows booked through the fall, and those are all going to happen. And we've just come up against a lot of uh, sudden expenses, and so we put the GoFundMe up to, you know, help us bridge that gap. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows what's because that was the big question. It's like, well, if you're leasing that building, then why isn't your landlord paying for the repairs to the uh, the heating system, the hot water heater? The roof is blown off a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had to put a uh, suddenly put a new roof on uh, about a year, maybe a, a year and a half ago. What's more rock and roll than a convertible, though? You gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, so, till till we hit the three rainy months of, yeah, uh, yeah. in London. The building's 150 years old. Like you still got the original windows. You were telling us, yeah, in the it, building. You know, it's it's uh, it's an old building. They require a lot of constant uh, upkeep, and you know, I mean, we're interested in you know continuing to do shows, and we're doing shows, and you know, it takes its toll. So. Rumor number one that they're tearing down Call the Office and building condos, not true. Not true. Uh, you want to stay on board. You Would would you love, like, if you hit your goal here and you're able to do these repairs, are you going to then flip the business? Are you going to sell the business we're not, and be like... We're not looking to... We're not looking for... We're not looking to turn Call the Office into a, you know, into a chain coffee restaurant or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, we're dedicated to live music. You know, if somebody comes in that wants to lease it and is, you know, is along those lines, maybe we're going to hand you, there was a call the office before us. Maybe there will be a call the office, you know, after us. Well, Jim made the, uh, made the observation this morning. If you're seriously, like you're desperately trying to sell your business, the last thing you want to do is start a GoFundMe and say, Hey, look at all this. This building sucks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> our pipes just burst. Our yeah. roof blew off. Yeah. So you are you still have a passion for yeah. for what you do, and we're still doing what we've been doing for twenty five plus years. I mean, what you know? I mean, it goes back beyond us. We uh, we had the suggestion maybe a. Um, some sort of fundraiser. Have you thought about doing like a save the office sort of we, deal? Uh, there have been a lot of people that have been in contact with us over the past few days. And, you know, uh, 
I'm sure we'll figure something out. If people want to support Call the Office, what are your big shows coming up then? You know, uh, it's summertime, right? So everybody's at festivals, but we've got some great local shows. Uh, you know, like next weekend, local band Legal Kill are playing with some other bands. They're great with another new local band called Strange Ways. A local record label Get Party is having their fifth anniversary party. Uh, we've got Gene Daddy, uh, this band, this great new wild band called D-Boy is coming on the 21st. So we've got a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to support, come down to the bar, have a beer, play some pinball yeah. and catch some bands. Oh, I mean, that's you said the magic word. I love beer. <laughs> I love pinball. Yeah. I love rock and roll music. There you go. Is it frustrating to you to, you know, see all these people in a way come out and say, oh, I love Call the Office. And it's like, well, if you love Call the Office so much, like we're, we've been here the whole time, why aren't you down checking out the live shows? Because to me, that's the way I would want to do it. I want to, knowing that you are looking for repairs to the building, that you need a little bit of help, I'd rather go in there and spend money and support your business that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, and I would, that's the way I would like people to do it too. You know, the, the GoFundMe, we put it up because there are people obviously uh, who are from London, who are no longer in London or can't. And they were like, hey, we want to do something. And it's not like, well, just just come down to the bar this weekend and, you know, buy some shots. It's not really viable, you know. <laughs> What's the uh, live music business like today, like these days? Oh, it's it's a... Uh, does it suck as much as it always has? <laughs> yeah, sure it does. It's I, a tough game. It's a it's a tough game, and well, uh, again, you look at the venues that are no longer in the city, live yeah. venues. Well, I mean, a lot of places like Call the Office at you know in cities across Canada and the U.S. Like a lot of places that were around when we started, they're gone, and uh, you know it's it's tough, and you need somebody who has a passion for it, who's not. Uh, you know, the bottom line is not lucrative, um, you know, in live entertainment, mm-hmm. um, except, you know, at a, I mean, obviously at a certain level it is, but, you know, we're, we've always done this. And so. Well, I mentioned the beer, the pinball, the rock and roll. Those are things I love. I also love an ind- independently owned business. Yeah. A locally owned business. And like you said, if. It would not be the same if some big chain moved into that building and started putting on rock shows. So. Yeah, and I don't, I re- realistically, I don't see a way that that's going to happen. So. Okay. So the GoFundMe is up there. If people want to support, it's for repairs on the building. Specifically, that's what the money is being used for. Repairs and to clear up some of the, you know, bills that have piled up while we've been doing other repairs. You know, when our water heater explodes, then obviously we were not paying you know, but the business is still for sale. The, the, full disclosure, the, the, yeah, full disclosure. There's a lease possibility that's out there. Uh, and, you know, if if nothing happens with that for a year, call the office is do, is booking shows for the next year, and anything that we have booked and we've got stuff booked into November is is going to happen. So if you want to support, you know, support. come down. If you don't want to support, don't support. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, that's cool. Yeah. Do, you, know, you do you, but if you want to support, still be good uh, to support. Yeah, It'd come good, down. It and would be good. See a show and and bring your friends and have a good time. Make some memories. I'm just glad that we were able to clear that up because there was a little confusion. I think this all came at you kind of fast. You, you put that ad up on Realtor.ca and you didn't realize the kind of attention <laughs> it would garner. Uh, you know the other shareholders. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> 
You know, <laughs> it's like it was almost a personal attack on London's youth. Uh, like yeah. you know, everybody was like, "Ah, call the office! I, I, you can't leave! You know, that's my childhood." We, we still got Ray Gun on Sunday nights. Yeah, we still got Ray Gun on Sunday nights. We got a holiday weekend coming up. So you know, it's a it's that's a, good a that's one. a Sunday I can stay up late. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, and I want to say like, uh, you know, I've talked to hundreds of people over the past four days, and it's like it's really touching, and the support has been really great, and. Uh, you know, it's easy to get bogged down the day to day with your business, mm-hmm. and it's nice. It's nice to to know that uh, it matters to people. Yeah, almost like a little little jump start. I mean, you're dealing with all this this stuff yeah. coming at you, and then you, you see the messages that people are leaving. Yeah. I, I met my wife at call the office. I remember going to these shows when I was in school. Some of the, my my fondest memories yes. were at call the office. Haziest fondest memories. Yes. <laughs> I think I was at call the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Tony. Thanks for stopping by Thanks. this morning. We appreciate it. And if you are doing something, a fundraiser, and we can help out, uh, you know how to get in touch with yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. And if we need you, we'll just start talking about you and get someone to call you. Yeah, and wake exactly. You up. That's, yeah. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. Peacock, what do you got? Dwayne Casey was named the NBA's Coach of the Year last night. It's the second time since he was fired by the Raptors. He's won a Coach of the Year award. He's now won. Good, didn't it? He's won from the league and won from the media. So, um, yeah, he's doing, good, he's doing pretty good. He also got a new contract from the Detroit Pistons. A five-year deal. He's getting. Uh, Paid pretty well. I like that he's still only two hours away. If you're a basketball fan, you can still go see Dwayne Casey's team. A uh, short drive from London, Ontario. And I also enjoyed the uh, the two tweets that were sent out yesterday by the respective clubs. You had <laughs> the Raptors congratulating Casey on the title, saying, congratulations, Dwayne. And then the uh, shortly thereafter, the Pistons sent out a tweet with the exact same picture, and it said, congrats, coach. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> You're a loss, Toronto. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Oh, snap! So, during the uh, speech uh, that uh, Dwayne Casey gave uh, last night, there were some people who thought he might have taken a bit of a, a veiled shot at the Raptors. Since he has left, there has been, it's been reported there was friction between him and Nick Nurse, who replaced him as the Raptors head coach. And then there's a little bit of a shot at the Raptors' ownership, it seems like. Also, I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, who is the head coach of our family, Aww. and uh, the, the number one That's loyal nice. assistant loyal assistant that I have. have. Two beautiful children, Zachary and Justine, who are at home in Toronto, finishing up school. Uh, all the players in Toronto in the past four or five years, De- uh, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, Jonas Valanciunas, all the core guys that built the the program, the where it is today, uh, finishing with the top, the 59 wins this year, franchise record. Uh, those guys, four-time All-Stars, Olympians, I'm so proud of them, of what they've accomplished. And I'm going to say this, um, you know, when you get fired, which I did recently, I don't know if you knew that or not, <laughs> after winning Coach of the Year, uh, you know, you always doubt yourself a little bit. You think, okay, can I do this? Do I want to do this again? And then I interviewed with Tom Gores, the owner of the Detroit Pistons, who we, he and I connected, and he's, and he's given me the opportunity that I'm very appreciative of for someone to believe in you. And that's all you want as a player and also as a coach. 
an owner who believes in you and trusts you with his franchise. Oh, snap! So he's saying he now has that where he didn't have it before. Didn't have it before at the Toronto Raptors. So he's won two Coach of the Year awards. He's entitled to uh, take a, a shot, veiled or otherwise, at the Toronto Raptors. And uh, you think he should have stopped when he called his wife the head coach of the family and maybe not said well, trusted the, assistant? Dev, uh, you, my, you cringed at that. My part number of it. one loyal assistant. So like with all the reports that have come out since then that he did not get along with Nick Nurse. Oh, so that was a Nurse slam. I thought uh, you made that noise because you're like, ooh, uh, don't call your wife your no, assistant. No, 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 no. I think that, I think that was a Nick Nurse slam because Nick Nurse oh, was oh, his top assistant. He's now the Raptors' new head coach, but he did not get along with uh, Casey and Rex Kalamian, who was also there. That's a shortened version of his speech, but also got a shout-out in the Dwayne Casey speech as well. I think I might be jumping on the Pistons' bandwagon. What are you talking about, dude? You're going to follow a coach to yeah, a new franchise? I'm a, I like Detroit. I like that city. They've done some great things. Give me a break. <laughs> it's not like I was a Raptors super fan. I only cheered for him because I'm Canadian. Okay, but the, but you decided to choose to cheer for Detroit because the local Raptors team got rid of a coach who well, was the, the best coach, coach. He's the best coach. They made a stupid move. No, see, I, I think it's it's unusual, but I think it's it can be both you are the coach of the year and you have come to the end of your run with a certain franchise. Right. Because if he were to come back and the entire roster comes back, like, what are you going to do? Lose to LeBron again? Get smoked by the Boston Celtics now? Get smoked by the Philadelphia 76ers? So he's done all he can do in Toronto. It's time to move Sometimes you take a team as far as you can, and then you need a different approach. Doesn't mean that he's a bad coach. He's not. But with the Toronto Raptors, he went as far as he could. Go Pistons. The Tash Show Podcast.